Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. I'm happy to have back on the Sound of Truth podcast my good friend, my good longtime friend, Randy Chun. Randy was recently on Sound of Truth sharing his testimony, and also we talked about a trial he went through recently in his life and how he's handled that. But now I've invited him back on the podcast to have a Bible chat with me. And Randy, uh, thrilled that you were willing to do that. Well, thanks so much, buddy. I'm ready to chat it up. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk about First Thessalonians chapter 4, and I'm going to read this passage in the New King James, and then we'll We'll chat a little bit about it. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, starting verse 1, I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says this, Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you've received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God who has also given us his Holy Spirit. Randy, I really want to kind of zero in on verses really three and four. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that you should know how to possess your own vessel. Sanctification. We're talking here about sexual immorality, which is so prevalent in our culture. And I know you worked with students for several years in, in student ministry, or what we used to call youth ministry, to be able to live pure lives. So You've got two grown kids. I'm raising four. This is a challenge to live a sexually pure life in our culture. Absolutely. One of the things that I thought of when you're reading the verses of Scripture is this idea of, yes, it was challenging back when I was doing student ministry. It's extremely challenging from my perspective right now. I don't know how guys do student ministry these days with social media and the phones and everything that's, that's available now. So people were saying that, you know, during my generation, they were saying it back in the 60s. And here's the deal. They were saying it back here in Thessalonica. Right. So this is an issue in culture and go tell me when it hasn't. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it's probably as worse as it's ever been, especially with technology. You have, I mean, let's just, let's just say it bluntly. Children have access to pornography now through their phones. We could never have said that in human history prior. So I, th- I think the level of exposure and temptation might be heightened now, but the heart issue problem has been there since Genesis chapter three. Yeah, absolutely. This command to live pure, it's not impossible, right? Well, I also love, love the encouragement that's given here in First um, Thessalonians 4, because he mentions the Holy Spirit. And this is, this is the key, surrendering to the Holy Spirit, uh, laying out you know, everything before the Holy Spirit, going, you, you are, are in control. Fill me, control me surrender to that. That's that's the key from what I see. I love that you've 
you brought us to that because that really was what I was thinking also. I, I've heard some people say along the lines of just how hard it is today to live a pure life in, in this realm of sexual uh, purity. And they've said, well, it's just impossible today. To which my response would be, the Christian life has always been impossible for us to live in our own strength. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I need a Savior. That's why I need Jesus. That's why, I, yeah, I, I need to be saved. I need Jesus living in me. I need the Holy Spirit living in me and filling me. Otherwise, I can't. It doesn't matter what area, whether it's money and greed, whether it's uh, sexual immorality, whether it's just name the particular struggle with sin. I cannot resist sin. I cannot conquer sin in my life without the power of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Yeah, you think back of everybody wants to go to Sodom and Gomorrah and, you know, rave about the ills and wrongs. And I'm just reminded of Ezekiel and go, the sin was pride and gluttony and not caring for the poor. And these are the things that I struggle with. You know, it's sexual impurity. Sure. Impurity all, Mm. all across the board. That's, that's the struggle. And that's the, that's the hope that we have in Jesus. So zeroing in even more specifically on verse three, for this is the will of God, your sanctification. This is one of the things I, I used to tell teenagers when they would say, well, I'm trying to find God's will for my life. Well, I'll help you along. I'll help you get started on that. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3, and I, I'd show this in the Bible. Here's God's will for you, that you live sexually pure. How are you doing in that area? Well, you know, I'm struggling with that. that okay, focus on that rather than focusing on some mysterious thing that God would reveal to you about the rest of your life and how you're going to live, what you're going to do for the rest of your life and looking for God's will in that area. Zero in and focus on what does he want of me right now? What's his will of God for me right now? He's wanting you to live pure in spite of so many of your friends compromising, in in spite of so much temptation out there. Seek his strength through the power of the Spirit to be able to live a pure life. This is God's will for you this moment. I, I love the fact that he just says it in black and white. This is God's will for you, that you basically avoid sexual immorality. Yeah, that's great wisdom. That's great counsel for not just students, but for for everyone desiring to do what God desires. This idea of sexual immorality, is it's a relationship killer. And that's what God desires most is relationship with us and relationship with one another. And that's why it's taken so seriously here, I believe. Let's say a teenager says to you, I don't understand, you know, if two people love each other and they're not hurting anyone else, what's the big deal if they have sex? Why, why is God so picky about this? And why is he so stringent on this? What would you say to that teenager? Man, that's a great, that's a great question. And one that I think many people have, have wrestled with and struggled with um, over, over the years. And going, the example, it, it's Jesus, and that's what is referred to here. And going, we're called to be different from the world, and not in an awkward way, but in a pure way, uh, so that He might be glorified, He might be magnified, so that others may know Him and they see that difference. That's that's the way I would answer. That we're not to be like everybody, everybody else. I I. I love that answer. I, I would perhaps add to that, God is not wanting to kill your fun. He's wanting to expose you to the, the most abundant life possible. God's plan is the best plan. No matter what you've done in the past, no matter how many mistakes you've made, 
in the sexual realm, you can make a commitment to Christ today to follow his way and to be pure and to experience his abundance in your life as well. So I would, I would add that. All right, so we've looked at First Thessalonians chapter 4. I hope our uh, listeners will consider praying about and, and studying that. And, and I know it's, it's hard in this day and age, but here's the truth of the matter. Jesus is enough, and the Holy Spirit can empower you to obey this section of Scripture along with the others as well. So it's worth pursuing the life of purity. Randy, thanks for coming on and chatting with me. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2023.